the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Hour two of tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. Thanks for sticking around. Hey, have y'all seen the movie Top Gun? Breaking box office records. And it ain't gone woke. In fact, it looks as though Maverick is sporting some Taiwanese patches on his flight suit. So I want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. If you saw it, what'd you think about it? Do you, do, did you um, think that it was as pro-American? Is it something I should see? And why? 888-344-1170. All right. So, um, oh, there's no election fraud. What y'all talking about? That's all conspiracy theories. Y'all crazy talking about that. There's no, that, or, or the other excuse is not that there's no election fraud. It's not widespread, right? Even though it's been widespread everywhere and widely documented thanks to the movie 2000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza and executive produced by Salem Media. I've yet to see that movie and I definitely plan to see it this week. We're going into primary season and, 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 and if you think that right now with the, with the midterms hanging in the balance, you know, I, I read y'all Trump's quote after the Sussman verdict came down today and what he had to say about the borders being open and the justice system corrupt and inflation and gas prices sky high and the open borders and what a mess the United States of America is. And if you think that they, that the Democrats aren't scared to death and aren't plotting on how they're going to steal this election, then you're not paying attention. In fact, there's a story I'm going to share with you in a few minutes up in L.A. There's actually an election where they overturned the results due to, a, due to election fraud. But before I get into that story... You need to hear about the possible fraud that's happening in San Diego County. Joining me to discuss that is radio host of Dirt Talk Radio on Sundays at noon is radio host Ed Stoven, and he joins me now. Hello, Ed. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hi, Andrea. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for reaching out to me. Tell everybody um, what's going on with you and um, your vote. Well, sure. I'm... um I'm a San Diego uh, native. I'm 61, and I voted in every election since I was 18. And I've lived in my current house for 16 years. So I've been a, a registered Republican the whole time. I, um, I was expecting my ballot to come last month, and a, a couple of my friends who are Democrats, and, and please don't hold that against me, but a couple <laughs> of my friends, they, they got their ballots, and we were talking about voting, and I said, I haven't gotten my ballot, my ballot yet. Well, wait a few days. So I waited a few days and it never came. So I think, you know, there's something screwy going on. So I go on the Registrar of Voters website and I put in the information and it says that I am not registered. I am an unregistered person. Like, oh, great. I don't know how that happened. So I, uh, I registered myself 
And then a few days go by and I don't hear anything from them. So I give him a call and, and I, I, I get this gentleman and he's uh, very nice. And I say, Hey, can you tell me what happened? Why, what's going on? And so he looks me up and he says, uh, you're right. You were not registered. Um, and I said, well, how did I get unregistered? He said, well, a piece of mail that we sent you was sent back to us. And I said, really? Huh? Cause I, I live in a house and there's not that much mail screw ups, but I, I mean, anything's possible. So I go, so when did that happen? And he said that happened in April. Hmm. So last month, and I don't know, did they send anything in April to anybody else? Do you? Well, yeah, so, I mean, um, I actually got a mail-in ballot delivered to my house for somebody who doesn't live at my house. Uh, that's possible, but uh, I don't know. The, the it was it was somebody here. that, let me explain, it was a mail-in ballot that um, that was that was for somebody who used to live at my address many years ago. Um so, um, it, so it wasn't, uh, in your case, it's, it's was returned by somebody as undeliverable. That's sketchy to me because if they've got your address, right? Yeah. They've got your address. So how was it, uh, on what basis was it undeliverable? Oh, they didn't tell me, you know, it comes back from the post office. Right. And- so the, how, how does it make sense? It's weird because it was before the ballots were sent out. Yeah, I mean, not, none, of, nothing, none of that makes sense to me. Because if they sent something to your address where you've been re- living for 16 years, how could it have been undeliverable? In my case, I got mail from somebody who used to live there, and, and he might have just never changed his registration, and so they're sending it out. And, you know, that's... that's um, that it's it's an example of how fraud can happen because if I was a shady person, I could fill out his ballot and then also mine and vote extra. So my scenario is how there could be you know shenanigans, and um and in your scenario, it's seeming to me like there was some kind of shenanigan. Like I don't know, I don't. Weird. Yeah, it does seem like, weird. Like, like they don't want a Republican to, to right. put his vote in because right. I'm a registered Republican. Right. So yeah, and so uh, I think it's sketchy that they said it was undeliverable. They should be. They should have some record as to what that meant because if they've got your address and you verified that the address is the same and has been for sixteen years, then there was nothing undeliverable about the the ballot. It's just odd. I I, I can't explain it. I don't understand. Uh, my ballot came a couple of days ago and I opened it up and, and I looked at it and I thought, this is weird. I don't recognize some of my representatives, right? Because the incumbents should be on there, people who haven't turned out yet. Okay. And um, I was talking to some people and it turns out that uh, redistricting has taken place. Mm-hmm. And I, I am now in a different uh, state assembly district and I am in a different congressional district. So I, I was in Scott Peters and now... I'm in a different one. I forget her name, a younger woman. Mm-hmm. And then I was in Brian Mantime's uh, district. Uh, do you know who he is? Yes. He's a turncoat on us? Yeah. Um, I used to have his yard signs, and then I, I gave that up. And, and now I'm in uh, Chris Ward's uh, district. 
So I, I guess that's not, I, I was wondering if the ballot was screwy, but I started doing some research. No, I, yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, done, done. there's been redistricting, yeah, redistricting. there's been redistricting. Um, I think what I may do tomorrow night is I may kind of, I, I've been hesitant to do this. I typically don't pick people in primaries other than, you know, vote Republican because I like to encourage, um, you know, people to run. So I, I don't typically endorse if there's a bunch of candidates. In this case, there's not. And, and I'm, you know, as much as I, I know that we have a uniparty system and I think we've got too many squishy establishment people here. And like I think Daryl, Daryl Issa, you know, is is um, squishy and he's not bold enough for me and doesn't do enough to fight for conservatism. Um, I, I will vote Republican over Democrat. Um, so the redistricting is legit. I don't trust anything that's going on with these mail-in ballots, and they should not be happening. There should there there should be no mail-in balloting in, in the United States of America. The only mail-in ballots that should be accepted in this country are U.S. military. People need to go to the polls. Yeah, case in point, we still right as of right now do not know who won the Pennsylvania. Uh, race between Dr. Oz and Dave McCormick. As of last week, weeks in, there were over 10,000 military ballots that had yet to be counted. We should, we should, Ooh. we need to go back to election day. Um, keep us posted, Ed, if you see any more uh, weird shenanigans that are happening uh, with that, that you know of or anybody else you know of. Um, I appreciate your calling in and telling your story. Well, thanks for having me. It's interesting. If I find out anything else, I will let you know. Please do so. All right. And I think, Andrea, that's probably the number the number one thing that is so frustrating to me, because it obviously gives them time to, you know, cook the books and, and, and et cetera, yeah. is it just needs to be election day, the votes are counted, and it's game over, who won? And we are here um, because the, we, the Republicans have just bought into convenience, 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 and then that has led to widespread election fraud. Case in point, this is according to uh, Breitbart News. An election uh, um, to the Compton, California City Council has been overturned due to the discovery of election fraud in a close race in which the winning candidate has been charged with voter fraud and bribery. Oh, that's, you know, it just never happens, right, Skins? Compton City Council member Isaac Galvin, who appeared to win his seat by the slimmest possible margin of one vote, was arrested last year. Didn't hear about this, did we? No, we did not. Along with five other people in charge with conspiracy to commit election fraud, he will be replaced by his challenger, Andre Spicer, after a judge ruled Friday that four of the votes in the election were invalid because, get this, they were cast by people who did not live in the district. Why does this matter? Because in the state of Arizona, there was an audit done. And even news outlets like Fox News were reporting that an audit was done, a recount was done in the state of Arizona, and it confirmed that Biden won. Wrong. 50,000. Biden supposedly won by, what, a twelve to 14,000 vote difference? They found 50,000 illegal, ineligible votes, primarily people that were voting in the wrong district. That is fraud. What's that tell you? Trump won Arizona. Trump won Arizona. But that's not considered fraud anymore in this. It's fraud. You're supposed to vote in your district. The LA Times reported this on Monday. Two-term councilman Isaac Galvin must be replaced by his challenger, Andre uh, Spicer, after a judge determined uh, that four of the votes cast in the election were submitted by people who did not live in the council district, that the two men were vying to represent, according to this was a 10-page ruling, uh, the Superior Court Judge Michelle Williams and her court... um, they, there had been a runoff in June of 2021, which Galvin won 855 to 854. This is, and this is just the four that we know about. They, all they needed to do was identify four 
And that was enough to swing the election. So you think about that across the country. That's what happened in Arizona. How many, this is why the Democrats are fighting purging people from voter rolls, because they want people to be able to vote in multiple areas. Right. Well, and this just goes to prove, too, it doesn't matter whether it's widespread election fraud. Fraud is fraud, period. End of story. Well, this is an example of how if it can happen to affect the outcome of a city council race, it can happen to affect the outcome of of a congressional race and it can happen to affect the outcome of a presidential race. And it should not be happening in the United States of America. Nothing matters unless our elections matter. And let me tell you, they know that. And when you look at what they're trying to get over on us right now with gun control, we better secure our elections. Because their plan is to disarm us. And there's no legit reason for that. You cannot push back when they do whatever they plan on doing. That's right. Prosecutors say that Galvin conspired with his primary opponent, Jace Dawson, to direct voters from outside the city city district to cast ballots. So there was a, there was a conspiracy. I don't know why this Jace Dawson didn't go down as well. Uh, Galvin was also accused of trying to bribe an elections official with concert tickets. Um, the official immediately reported the attempt. And then, then um, Breitbart goes on to say, I'm, I'm hoping they're, they're quoting the LA Times, voter fraud is rare, but it does happen. It's not rare. That's the point. It's not rare. This makes me so angry. Spicer told NBC Los Angeles that he was relieved at the outcome and the rumors of voter fraud had persisted in Compton for years before this case. It was so well known in Pennsylvania that uh, during the 20, uh, 2020 election that Rudy Giuliani said they had a name for it. Well, you know, why? Why? When we have an area that is so rife with fraud that there's names that mock it with, with election fraud, that that's... To hear a Republican say that, that was supposed to make me feel good. I said this at the time. That doesn't make me feel good, Giuliani, for you to say that Republicans have known about how bad the election fraud was in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, that there was a name for it. Why hasn't the Republican Party done anything all these decades? Because the Republican Party was lazy, too. They sat back and didn't do anything about it and thought that they were just going to push turnout, turnout, turnout. Well, you know what? There's not all the Democrats had to do was come up with a way to beat our turnout. They had algorithms. They had numbers. They knew how many of those mules and how many of these mail in ballots. That's why they stopped voting in the middle of the night, because they could see what the totals were coming in for Trump. And then they knew how many phony ballots that they needed to come up with to give Biden the win. You know what clip would be perfect, Andrea, in going to break? We have this democracy has never been better clip. From President Joe Biden. Sure, if you want to play that. I just think it goes it, it goes hand in hand with what we're talking about in a very indirect way. All right, let's play. Rule it. of law, free and fair elections, <laughs> freedom to speak and write and to assemble, freedom to worship as one chooses, freedom of the press, principles that are essential for a free society. We've heard this a lot. We've heard this a lot over the years. But we're now realizing how real it is around the world in so many countries as I speak. These are the foundations of our great experiment. But they are never guaranteed even here in America. Every generation has to defeat democracy's mortal foes. And into every generation, heroes are born, willing to shed their blood for that which they and we hold dear. Ladies and gentlemen, today we remember and we reaffirm 
Freedom is worth the sacrifice. I just think that that's uh, on on delivering that on the Memorial Day weekend. Andrew was like a, a spit in this country's face. Well, he went on to say, um, "Democracy is not perfect. It's never been good, perfect." So, um, uh, it, yeah, um, more slip of the tongues from Biden. I, if only, yeah, if only we had free elections in the United States of America. If only we had the freedom to speak and write and to assemble. If only we had right now the freedom to worship as one chooses. We don't have those things right now in the United States of America because the Democrats have been allowed to push their tyranny on us. You couldn't question a shot, right? You couldn't question whether or not you wanted to, you whether or not you wanted to be injected with some substance. You couldn't post it on social media, right? You couldn't express yourself. You couldn't express your your freedom of will enough to say no or you might lose your job in the United States of America. There's no rule of law in the United States of America when if you don't allow yourself to be injected with a substance you think might kill you or lose your job, that we don't really have the rule of law or freedom or freedom of expression or freedom. And we certainly don't have freedom of assembly in the United States of America when we have Americans sitting in gulags because they question the outcome of an election that was not neither free nor fair. We're going to take a break. We come back. The inflation is getting worse and worse and worse. Janet Yellen is now saying she was wrong. Oh, girl, it's it's so much worse than that. And what is Zelensky? Why is Zelensky piping in? What does he have to say about the United States of America and our food supply? Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show on its way. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. In addition, all kinds of finger pointing going on um, uh, away from the real problem cause of the of the shooting in Uvalde, away from uh, what happened there to try to blame gun owners and Republicans and the Second Amendment. We've got a whole lot of finger pointing going on right now within the Biden administration as it relates to inflation. Um, we've got uh, Janet Yellen, the U.S. Uh, Treasury Secretary, who has admitted, actually come out and said um, that she was, quote, wrong on the path that inflation would take. What an extraordinary statement. You're the head of the Treasury Department, you're, which means you're supposed to understand money, right? You're supposed to understand flow of money. You're supposed to understand what co- makes cost of money go up. You're supposed to understand what makes cost of goods and services go up and what makes cost of goods and services go down. You're supposed to understand the basics of economics, right? And yet there's an admission now that she basically doesn't. She said, uh, she admitted today that she, quote, failed to anticipate how long high inflation would continue to plague American consumers. Uh, Quote, I think I was wrong then about the path that inflation would take um, when she said uh, back in 2021 that inflation posed only a small risk. Um, she says, as I mentioned, there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that have affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time, didn't fully understand, but we recognize that now. First of all, there's not a real recognition of it. Biden is, is trying to blame uh, the head of the feds. Right now, uh, and in in terms of anticipation, on day one when he shut down the Keystone Pipeline, anybody who's you know understands anything about our economy and anything about the world economy had to have understood at that point what the repercussions were going to be. And then 
Because what was that going to do? That was going to, in, instead of us being having become energy independent, where we were exporting more, more oil and gas than we were importing, the reverse happened. And basic uh, supply and demand is the less, you know, the more that we, you know, um, have too little of a supply and the more there's a greater demand, costs are going to go up. And then you add in the fact that the Biden administration, when it comes to energy, uh, not only did they uh, remove, uh, stop the Keystone Pipeline, they removed sanctions on Russia. Then they encouraged Russia to invade Ukraine. All those things could have easily, anybody with that, they knew. This is about this is about her falling on her sword to try to protect Joe Biden because anybody, everybody knew and could anticipate what the problem was. We immediately had inflation. Back at the time in which she was making these remarks, we were already, the cost of used cars were up 38%. Cost of gas at, at, it was already skyrocketing. Goods and services, products and, and cost long before Russia invaded. So they knew then when they encouraged Russia to invade, and he did encourage Russia to invade, that it was only going to make matters worse. And then they doubled down to make it even worse than that by then putting more sanctions on Russia that then caused a fertilizer shortage to the United States of America. We didn't need to get involved in what was going on over in Russia and Ukraine in any way, shape or form. And the pressure is being put on us now to continue to do more. $40 billion was just dedicated last week or so. Of course, Biden administration comes out today and says they don't believe in hardening schools and providing security. No, but they certainly believe in, in, in spending hard money over to Ukraine. Now, Zelensky says it's not enough. Zelensky did an interview, I think, with Chris Ruddy um, or maybe Rob Schmidt over. Um, yeah, it was Rob Schmidt. And in which that he said basically that if the United States of America doesn't come forth with some missiles, that basically um, it's going to end up resulting in that they need the missiles and they need this weaponry in whatever form in order to push back Russia and un- and um, and stop the blockade by Russia, or we're going to end up with worldwide famine which is basically Zelensky holding a gun to our heads or, tr- or attempting to, or attempting to use panic and fear. All the more reason why we didn't need to be doing it. We didn't need to be doing anything that enabled Russia to invade in the first place, which was getting rid of Keystone, just ending Keystone pipeline and removing the sanctions on Russia's pipeline. Uh, let's see if we can uh, currently, he says 22 and a half million tons of grain are blocked by Russia in order to de-block this territory with an exit to the sea, we need to fight and we need to have weapons with effective range as far as 120 to 140 kilometers. Um, so I don't know if this is true or not. Um, certainly, um, it's it's another example of why we needed to be doing everything that we needed to be doing over the years in order to be not just energy independent in this country, but also be independent when it came, comes to our food, our food supply. Right. Our fertilizer, anything related. We cannot be. But, you know, I, I don't trust Zelensky. What do you guys think? Are you concerned? Do you trust Zelensky? Do you think that the world faces famine if we don't give Zelensky what he wants? Or, you know, do you what do you think, Skins? Because, I mean, this is the same guy that they had given an address to Congress 
in which, you know, it was, this is, this is our 9-11. This, I mean, all kinds of emotional manipulation. This playbook's been too black and white to support Zelensky, support Ukraine, Russia bad. And there's more to this story that I, that we still don't know. No, I, 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 I don't think it's as dire as he's making it. I, yeah, I don't trust Zelensky. I think he's, I think he's corrupt. And I also think that, um, I think that, um, he says, in order to deblock the occupied south of our Ukraine, in order to deoccupy the east and, and territories, as well as to deoccupy the ports of Ukraine that are, that are occupied by the enemies, and then through those ports, we could be exporting millions of tons of grain. Otherwise, we might face a food crisis. I did know that um, there was some, I can't remember what the term is for, for Ukraine, but they are a, a, have become a vital part of the world's food supply, all the more reason why um, we needed to not get involved in this in, in the first place. I don't know now that the solution is for us to get involved. Um, I'm also suspicious because at the same time he's saying this, I mean, we've got rock concerts that have gone on over there. We've got Chris Reddy. How is he doing all these interviews? How is he doing all these interviews? I mean, Bono, I think it was you two went over there, did a concert. We've got all these all these elected officials in the U.S. going over there. Hard scale war. Shouldn't you be focused there? Yeah, um, I don't I'm not hearing anything so far. Um, I don't trust Zelensky. I'm curious what you guys think. 888-344-1170. I think what the United States of America should be looking to do is is using all of our resources here at home to uh, manufacture or produce all of our food here. Um, that's, that's my take on it. I, you know, I, am not, I'm not an expert on, on the, the nation's food supply, but I don't want to be dependent on Zelensky. I don't want to be dependent on Ukraine. I don't want to be dependent on Russia. I don't want to be dependent. I'm tired of us being dependent on China for so many of our products. We need, we needed to be stay on the track that we were on with Trump which was to bring jobs and manufacturing back to this country, um, be innovators when it comes and, and producers of our own food supply. I want to play this clip from uh, CNBC because I found it interesting getting back to inflation to where um, this Biden advisors on there and CNBC themselves shut down this guy and his excuses. Clip six. We can do more. We need Congress's help on that front, but that's going to be our priority. Hey, Brian, uh- None of those steps really are going to address the skyrocketing costs that people have seen at the gas pump or in line at uh, the food the grocery store or what they've seen in rent prices and things that have gone up. None of those will fix things in, in, in the very short term. These are long-term issues that maybe will help down the road with some of the supply chain issues. SPR release didn't work, didn't bring oil or gas prices down, and we've seen a great deal of inflation that's come since then. I I think it's great to stay out of the Fed's way, let them do their job. But none of these other things are going to have an immediate impact on inflationary prices. It's just all pointing fingers. There's, they don't have one idea. And you know why? Because none of their ideas have anything to do with the free market capitalist system on which this country was founded. None of it has anything to do with putting America first. None of it has anything to do with um, actually bringing costs down to the American people. And it all, everything has to do with their globalist, great reset, communist plan for the United States of America. We're going to take a break. We come back. Um, Leah Thomas is back in the news. Who remembers Leah Thomas? (laughs) We're going to play a little clip for you. 
regarding uh, trans women in sports. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer San Diego. We might have a little fun at Nancy Pelosi's expense, too, so don't go away. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Leah Thomas is back in the news. Who remembers who Leah Thomas is? Leah Thomas is the dude who was allowed to compete against young women in swimming and um, has was in an interview and made some controversial comments in regards to that. And I want to play those for you now because we need to continue to be pushing back against this this insanity. Uh, Skins, please play clip nine. The women who signed the letter anonymously said that they absolutely supported your right to transition, but they simply think it's unfair for you to compete against cisgendered women. You can't go halfway and be like, I support trans women and trans people, but only only to a certain point where if you support trans women as women and they've met all the all the NCA requirements and then I don't know if you can really say something like that trans women are not a threat to women's sports well the sign- first of all you can tell that that is a man speaking did that not sound like a man to you skins 100% if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck it's a duck okay that's a man this is why this person should have never been allowed to 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 compete in the first place that how that that this is even discussed in the United States of America that this is happening is astounding to me. I never in my lifetime thought, even even as somebody who grew up reading about um, um, who was the the professional tennis player, something Richards. It was a a, a man. He, I think he was allowed to compete. With women, I can't remember. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Can you Google that for me? It's going to drive me crazy who this Richards person was. Um, Look, I've long said if, you know, you can live your life however you want to live your life as an adult, but it does not require that I participate with that. And this is an example of how the left has pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. It started out as uh, tolerance that you're not supposed to criticize somebody that's LBGTQ or whatever. Um, you, you know, tolerance in the form of not being cruel to somebody, not bullying somebody, not mocking somebody. Um, then, then, then it had to become, did you have a name for me? Renee Richards. Renee Richards. Thank you. It was going to drive me absolutely crazy. I think Renee w- Richards was allowed to compete against. She was. I'm reading yeah, it right here. He was. Let, let's keep it accurate. Okay. I mean, you know, if you want to call Renee Richards a, a, a she, uh, go ahead, but it should be your choice to do so. Because what's happened is it has gone from. The idea of tolerance to validation to where you had to tell somebody that their choices were valid and now it's forced participation and that's where we're at and where our civil rights are being completely trampled in this country and young women are having not just their rights but their entire lives ripped from them simply because of his feelings. What makes you so special, man? What in the world? I want somebody to ask him. Why do you think that your feelings are more important than any other young girl sitting next to you? That's what we're talking about here. Well, it's obvious, Andrea, because men and women's bodies, it's a fact. They're made differently. 
And there's going to be some unfair advantages, whatever their lifestyle is, when they compete against biological women. How is that fair? How is that not a threat? Well, one of the things that we need to do is, you know, um, when it comes to these, whether it's gun control or COVID and the masks um, and and distancing and this and that, I'm tired of getting into the weeds and having to discuss things on the merits. You, You don't deserve a conversation with me on the merits. Your desires and your feelings are not more important than anybody else's. They're just not. If you want to live your life as a woman, you get to live your life as a woman, but you don't get to force that on somebody else and force somebody else to participate in your choice. That's tyranny. And whatever you think about the science, whatever you, whatever you think, I, I'm not going to debate these, these issues anymore. If you want to live your life as a woman, live your life as a woman. The solution here should be that transgender people compete against transgender people. That's the solution. I don't like, I'm not going to use terms like cisgender. There's no such thing as cisgender. I'm not going to, conservatives are are already using language like cisgender. They're using language like gender affirming surgery. There's no such thing. You are born with your gender. If you want to hack something off, if you want to implant something in your body, I don't care. But it doesn't change it. It, well, not only that, whatever anybody, I'm not even going to argue that anymore. You know, I'm not, I'm through arguing. You do you, but you don't have a right to force me to do something differently. You get to do you and I get to do me. And that means I don't have to call you by a certain pronoun that you want. I don't have to have you in, in my life in any way. And that should include my life or my kid's life or anybody else's life. We don't, are we forcing that on other people? Never. No. This is tyranny. Wouldn't want to. This is tyranny. This is oppression. Women are being oppressed in this country. And too many Republicans are going along with it. And, conser- and, and I'm just, I, I don't want to hear conservatives using any of these kinds of, of, of language. Um, he says, um, if uh, you can't go halfway and be like, I support trans women and trans people, but only to a certain point. See, therein lies the problem. We've been too nice. Why are any of these other, uh, uh, other, we always feel like we have to equivocate. Not all Muslims are terrorists. I support trans women, just not. Why? I don't support trans women. Why do I have to support trans? I don't. See, that, that is, that is valid. That is feeling compelled to validate something that you, if it, it, that you may or may not validate because, because this is where Leah Thomas has a point. Well, you've already get, met me halfway. You've already said you support me. That means now you have to give me everything that I want. This is narcissism, by the way. This is extreme narcissism. It's, it, these, are, these are the Amber Herds of the world. This is some serious borderline person. Cl- cl- this is cluster kind of level of personality disorder stuff. These are people that are so narcissistic, so sociopathic, that they think that whatever feeling they have, is they feel entitled to force their will, their feelings, their desires, and their wants on everybody else around them. And, and that society needs to bend their will to accommodate them. And I'm not going to accommodate it anymore. Not, I don't have to. And we need to be pushing back. Because what's happening here is that, it, it, that we now have children that are being subjected to being forced into this. Because we've been too nice. We've been too nice. We've encouraged this and enabled this by being nice. And we need to be pushing back and saying, no, 
no, no, no. Is it, let me see if there's any. Um, they've met all NCAA requirements. Well, there's a problem there, too. The NCAA. The NCAA has gone along with us. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe part, part of the solution, too, is to go to the NCAA. Well, I don't, I don't know what to do there. Um, if the, you know, because this is the position that, that these institutions, we don't have one institution that hasn't been politicized and corrupted by the left, right? Including the NCAA. They don't care, right? The only way the NCAA would care would be if one of the NCAA officials lost their child's entire, you know, career, uh, sports career to Aaliyah Thomas. Then we might have one NCAA official that would care. So. The GOP has actually drafted something. This was a story from a while back, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up. The GOP had drafted Women's Bill of Rights to fight transgender ideology. Um, The resolution codifies into law Americans' common sense recognition that women and men are different and complementary. If enacted by Congress, it would pave the way for lawsuits to block the aggressive push by the Biden administration to legally enforce the transgender claim that each person's unverifiable mix and match gender identity determines their legal sex. This is according to Breitbart. Um, uh, quote, as the left continues to erase women, we must fight for women in their place in, so- in our society, says Debbie Lesko from Arizona. I absolutely agree. Um, the Women's Bill of Rights... Um, Includes whether uh, keeping uh, the word mother in written law, ensuring women's domestic violence shelters do not have to accept biological men. We must stand for women. I'm loving this, Skins. This this is what we should have the uh, what we we should have. Think of what this the this cultural phenomenon, if you will, and and state of the country that we're in does to like what women should actually stand for. It diminishes them completely. Well, yeah. Um, we, we already had one schoolgirl raped in a bathroom in Virginia in Loudoun County and they hit it. Right. Um, we, the, we, we have girls whose sports careers have been destroyed. The, I mean, we could go on and on. They, this is just like how, um, it's clear they don't care about children or the Biden administration would be concerned about hardening schools. Instead, they just want to go after gun rights. They're literally exploiting. There's a, there's a, a cartoon out today showing the Democrats as vultures. I think I might have even used that vulture word last week. Just picking, literally picking the bones, exploiting these these children uh, for power. Here's what the resolution reads. Whereas males and females possess unique and immutable biological differences that manifest prior to birth and increases the age and experience puberty. Whereas biological differences between the sexes mean that only females may get pregnant, give birth, and breastfeed children. Whereas biological differences between the sexes mean that males are, on average, larger in size and possess greater bodily strength than females. Whereas biological differences between the sexes can expose females to more harm than males from specific forms of violence, including sexual violence. Whereas women have achieved inspirational and significant accomplishments in education, athletics, and employment, and whereas recent misguided court rulings related to the definition of sex have led to endangerment of spaces and resources dedicated women, thereby necessitating clarification of certain terms, um, they reaffirmed that uh, a person's sex means his or her biological sex for the purpose of law, the word mother, they keep that, um, distinguishing the sexes. 
Uh, the four and uh, policies and laws that distinguish between the sex, sexes are subject to intermediate constitutional scrutiny and permitted when they serve an important governmental objective, da, da, da. So um, this should be codified into law when the Republicans take control of both houses of Congress. All right, stay tuned. Our final segment coming up. Seems as though it Nancy's husband, um, this isn't his first brush with uh, tragedy in a car before this DUI arrest. Share that detail with you when we come back. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. You know, I was prepared to have some fun tonight with the fact that Pelosi's husband got busted for drunk driving. Um, and there are all kinds of memes going around that, you know, that she was really the one behind the wheel. Because, I mean, if you watch her at press conferences, she sure seems like she's done a little of the hoo-hoo, drinking a little bit, right? Um, but then I'm sitting here, you know, reading about how when he was 16, he killed his 19-year-old brother in a rollover accident fifty back in 1957. You know, this guy's a menace, Okay, yeah, well, it was 65 years ago, but, you know, um, and he got away with it back then. He got away with it. Reportedly, his brother had said to him as they were getting David, uh, as they were getting close, he was he was speeding uh, at a very dangerous tight curve on the California Skyline Highway. And his, and his brother, you know, warned him, you know, to slow down, and he didn't. Ended up, it was, I believe it was a Porsche at that point. Um, it was a sports car. He was 16 years old. Evidently hasn't learned his lesson. Um, you know, it's really no joke. You know, what, what happened here, uh, this weekend was he was actually hit by somebody, uh, driving, uh, an SUV and he was taken. I don't know if he was actually taken into custody or not. Um, I, I don't really see here that he was actually arrested, um, should be like anybody else. Um, but, you know, yeah, I, I, you have to think about what could have happened had he not been hit in the fender bender outside Yauntville. Who, he might have, who else he might have killed tonight? You have to wonder how many times. I can't imagine if I had killed my brother in a car in a rollover accident that I'd be driving drunk. I would be behind the wheel drunk of a sports car. I can't imagine I would be doing that. I mean, you've got to be some kind of before the break, we were talking about these narcissists, right? These, you know, like Leah Thomas, you've got to be some kind of a narcissist sociopath to have killed your brother driving recklessly in a sports car and then and, and then, then do it again. Then get behind the wheel drunk of a sports car at, at midnight or whenever it was. What a creep. And you know what? It, and, and imagine if that was Melania Trump, right? Would, would that not be all over all, all the yeah, news everywhere? Network. I'm not seeing it anywhere. All right, tomorrow's hump day. We will be back with y'all, 888-344-1170. So call in live tomorrow night's show, 844-814-5227 is our 24-hour comment line. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.